Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. And we've been learning for a few weeks now how to be an overcomer. We've been focusing on that. The scripture says, faith is the victory that overcomes the whole world. So there is a way to come out of what's been bothering you. There is a way to overcome it, not just learn to live with it, but to beat it, overcome it. Beware of, of pressure to accept things that's not God's will and just adapt to them and learn to live with them. That can be acting like the Lord didn't provide for us in redemption or that it's too big for Him to do anything about. No, no. Nothing's too hard for the Lord. And all things are possible with Him and to those that believe. Come on, say it out loud with me, class. Nothing's too big, Nothing's too big. for my God. For my God. Nothing's, too hard Nothing's too hard for the great God Jehovah. Hallelujah. Nothing, 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 nothing. Don't give up. Don't accept, well, this is just my lot in life. I can't do any better. I can't have any better. That's acting like there's no God. That's acting like he can't do it. No, uh, just take some steps of faith and be willing to look up, look for the answer, ask, seek, knock, and the Lord said, it'll be given. You'll find it'll be open to you. Father, all of us agree together today is touching this, asking you for the anointing, the anointing that destroys yokes of bondage, the, the anointing that removes heavy burdens. Thank you, Lord, that your truth and your spirit and your word and your power makes us totally free. And we, we reach out for that today and we receive that today. We say, Lord, let your power and glory be manifested in the midst of your people and get glory to yourself in it, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you, Lord. Look with me, please, in our text that we've been looking again in 1 John chapter 5. 1 John 5 and 4. It says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Are you born of God? Well, if you're not born of God, you're not saved. <laughs> if you've received the Lord and you're saved, you were born of God. And if you're born of God, you're not a loser. You're not a conquered one. You're more than a conqueror. You're not a victim. You are a victorious one. Right? Say it out loud, I'm born of God. I'm, born of God. I'm a born overcomer. I'm born overcomer. 
You were born to overcome. And he said, and this is the victory. This is how you do it every day and every night. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. You know, over and over we studied this, and if you weren't with us, uh, they're all available online. We went through all of the individual cases of healing in the ministry of Jesus, and then went through several in the book of Acts. And over and over again, we saw where that he said, your faith has made you whole. Your faith has healed you. Your faith has saved you. Somebody say, your faith. Now see, he, he's distinguishing it. He didn't say, my faith did it. He said, your faith did it. Your faith made you whole. And that was what he emphasized as the determining factor in them receiving miracles when not everybody else did. And it's still certainly that way today. And he said, uh, the victory that overcomes the world is even our faith. Said out loud, I have faith. I have faith. And my faith works. My faith works. Hallelujah. It, it is the key. So what, so what does that mean? Everything that you would have to overcome, anything that comes against you, any obstacle, any problem, that's something to overcome. Well, should you panic and fall apart? No, because I am an overcomer, right? Something shows up, needs to be overcome. Well, it just so happens I am an overcomer. So here we go. Get to overcoming, right? How do I do it? How do I do it? You can only do it with your faith. You're going to overcome the obstacles in your life with your faith, your faith in God. And that's not complex and, and mysterious that you can't understand it. It's as simple as instead of laying down and crying and feeling sorry for yourself about this thing, it's as simple as getting up, washing your face, combing your hair, looking in the mirror and saying, we win. Hallelujah. We, this won't beat us. We overcome this. Greater is he that's in me. See, just choosing to say that is, over, you're already overcoming. Can you see that? You're already overcoming. And then when things bombard, how in the world are we going to make it through this? Or where's the money going to come from? Or how are we going to deal with this person? Or there seems to be no way out. Well, unbelief will just fold and crumble and cry and say those bad thoughts out loud. It'll say, where will we ever get the money? I don't know how to deal with them. I just can't deal with this. I just can't do it. Well, that's, you're not going to overcome like that. You will be overcome. You're making the wrong choice. Now, we said this back, back some classes ago, but it is so important. Faith is a choice. Say it out loud. Faith, Faith. is a choice. And what we're seeing is it is a choice as to what report you believe. We studied this a week or so ago about when they came and told, you know, uh, Jesus. Uh, they came, told Jairus, actually, that Jesus was going to his house and said, don't bother the master any longer. Your daughter is dead. Well, that's one report. But then the Lord looked at him and said, don't be afraid. Believe only, and she'll be made whole. That's another report. 
That's a very different report. Come on, can you see that? She's already dead. It's all over. It's done. There's no use. Might as well quit trying. Give up. Don't be afraid. Only believe. She'll be made whole. Now whose choice is it? What happens next? Hmm? Jairus didn't, uh, Jesus didn't just say, okay, Jairus, I'm going to take care of this. Don't worry about it. Uh, No, he looks at him. And you can tell everything's hinging on what's going to happen the next few moments here. He looks at him. The Bible said as soon as Jesus heard that, heard what they said, he turns and looks at him and says, fear not. Don't be afraid. Why would you be afraid? Because of what you heard. The psalmist talks about that. About how a godly person is not moved by an evil report. Hallelujah. Why wouldn't you be moved by an evil report? Especially something you care a lot about. This is your child. How can you not be moved by this terrible report? Because you got another report. Oh, come on, help me out. You got another report. And you, you have decided this report carries more weight than this report. This word outweighs this word. So we're going to ignore this word and believe this word. Who has believed our report? Who has believed the Lord's report? Who has believed God's report? Did he see the arm of the Lord revealed at his house? Man, they, they went straight over there. They went in there and Jesus spoke to her and that little girl was raised from the dead and healed because if she hadn't been healed, whatever killed her would have killed her again, you know, raised from the dead and healed. Is that the arm of the Lord? Oh, certainly it is. That's the power of God manifested in your house. Why? To whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? To those who believe the report. Faith is a choice. Every day we are bombarded with bad reports. Hmm? They're everywhere. They're all around. Many of them are general. Many of them affect other situations and things that we don't know much about. But then there are those that hit close to home. A bad report about your body, a bad report about your finances, a bad report about your job or your profession or your your kids, your grandkids, your family, your spouse, your marriage, your ministry, your church, a bad report. And any time a really bad report comes to you about something you really care about, it hits you. It has an impact. And it's designed, the reason why sometimes when you hear something that's really bad, it just seems to just, I mean, hit you kind of like a truck, just boom, and, and it, because there's more to it than just you hearing the news, there's spirits behind it. Evil spirits are behind it pushing fear and torment And panic, why? Because the intent is to get you to just crumble. 
to get you to just be overwhelmed and for you to really believe the worst and to say it out of your mouth with force. You know, even sometimes people use the Lord's name in vain and go, oh God, it's over. It's, it is too late. And man, the enemy loves that kind of language. That's something he can work with. That means they believed it. They said it. He's got a right to enforce it in their life. And that's why when you're hit with a bad report, like, like Jairus was, she's dead. This is his little girl. It's too late. She's gone. Quit bothering the master. Don't bother him any further. You know that hit him. And here, you know, the enemy tries to tell you it's all over, but we know from reading the story, it wasn't all over. He's trying to convince you it's too late, it's the end, but we know it wasn't the end. What should you do when you hear a bad report? You immediately want to ask the Lord what he says about it. Is that right? You want to look for the other report immediately. Don't just assume something. Don't just pull something off the top of your head. When you get hit with something, you, the scripture said, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Inquire of the Lord. Some bad report hits you, you immediately need to say, okay, Lord, now what do you say? I heard what they said. What do you say? What have you said? What do you say about this? And if you don't get it, don't give up. Seek him. Wait on him. If you need to, go get quiet by yourself. Get quiet. Get in the floor and pray. Ask the Lord to help you to pray. Pray in the Spirit. And, or just, and just get quiet part of the time. Don't do anything. Just get quiet and listen and focus on him. Lord, what do you say about this? And he is faithful. Oh, he's faithful. He will always give you the word. In season. Oh, hallelujah. The word you need for this situation now. He'll give it to you. And when he gives it to you, there's power in it. There's always delivering, healing, miracle working power in his words. Where the word of the king is, there's power. And so what you got to do then is what? You got the bad report. Now you've heard what he said. What do you got to do? Huh? If you're smart, you'll say, well, this report don't matter then. <laughs> and we're not saying it's not real. We're not saying it didn't happen in the natural. We're not saying that. We're not denying its existence any more than, you know, was, was the girl dead when they came and told him she was dead? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, they're not lying to him. We're not calling it a lie. We're not saying it doesn't exist. But God's words overtake everything else when they are allowed to manifest. Hallelujah. God's words are greater and can change other things and overcome the bad report. But it's our choice. It's always our choice. And every time the Lord gives us his word, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. What did he tell Jairus? Don't be afraid. Believe only. She shall be made whole. Is that a good word or is that a good word? She shall, not, not just come back to life. She shall be made whole. 
She shall be. And, and when, that, when the Lord's good word comes to us, it can seem so far-fetched compared to the physical reality we're looking at that the enemy will immediately come and go, that's fantasy. That's ridiculous. She's already dead. Can't you see? Can't you hear? And so this will seem, the report of the Lord will seem too good to be true. It'll seem, you know, like fantasy, like something you wish could happen, but how could it ever happen? And so many people falter and go, well, you know, that's just, I, no, this is how it is. I just have to learn to live with this. And they miss a miracle. Miss an opportunity for the arm of the Lord to be revealed because they didn't believe the report. Didn't believe the good report. Even most church-going people, they just don't believe God is as good as He is. It just seems too good to be true. That God would actually give you a nice house to live in? Help you pay for it? Well, I don't know. See, and it's also, you can be lazier spiritually when you don't believe that. <laughs> right? Because you can just say, well... Uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, don't have anything, and I'm always struggling. But I guess you know, God knows what's best for me. Maybe He knows. You know, I'd get the big head if I had a nice house, and I'd get snooty. You know, and <laughs> junk. I said junk. No, no. Uh, fight. Somebody say fight. The good fight of faith. Did you hear faith? This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Does overcoming sound like you might have to put forth some effort? Huh? Fighting, resisting, standing, overcoming. Does it sound like not just laying on the sofa drinking iced tea, singing, you know, kumbaya, uh, whatever you want, Lord. It's all up to you. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not what this is talking about. This is talking about girding up your loins with truth. Hallelujah. Strapping on the breastplate of righteousness. Pulling on the helmet of salvation. Raising up the shield of faith. Taking up the sword of the Spirit. And I mean getting after it. Is that right? Getting after it. Cutting through all this junk and all these lies and resisting every feeling and grabbing a hold of every imagination and every thought that exalts itself against the good report of what God has said and casting it down, casting it down, casting it down and fighting until it's no more there to fight. Hallelujah. And we see the good report of the Lord come to pass when the arm of the Lord manifested to bring it to pass, because you believed the good report. Amen. Say it again, I believe, I believe the, gospel, the gospel, the good news. The good news. I, accept, I accept, I receive, I receive the, good the good report. Hallelujah. Uh, you're, you're talking me into it. I'm, I'm, I'm believing it. Look, look in... Uh, uh, let's see, let's go to Galatians for now. Galatians, the third chapter. We saw in Romans uh, yesterday, 
And, and again, if you, if you weren't with us yesterday, go online, faithschool.org.org. You can get all our previous lessons, no charge, no cost. And like I mentioned, we spent weeks and weeks and weeks going over each one of those individual cases of healing on a series we called Faith for Healing. They're all there too at the website, no cost. You can go back and go through them, um, scores of them. And uh, it will, it, it has a pounding effect when you keep feeding faith into your spirit. It displaces fear. It pushes uh, uncertainty, unbelief, uh, and fear out of you until there's, you know, you're full of faith and there's no more fear about that particular situation. But that didn't come automatically just because you necessarily heard three minutes of something. You, you, and then you go back to the rest of the day listening to the problem. And many times folks have not realized they're feeding their fear all the time. They're feeding their fear through what they're listening to, watching, talking about. Well, if you feed your fear 90% of your day, What's going to be strong in your life? Your fear. You got to starve your fear and feed your faith. And not just anything will feed your faith. Only the anointed word will feed your faith. So uh, in, in Romans, we saw that he said they've not all believed our report. And he quoted Isaiah 53. And he said in Romans 10, 16, and 17, then he said, uh, So then faith comes by a report, and a report by the word of God. And he, the, the report he had just referred to as the gospel. Well, now, the gospel is more than you don't have to go to hell. Uh, the, the term sometimes has been used, full gospel. And why would people use the term full gospel? Because in their experience, others had uh, only preached part or parts of the gospel. And they intend to preach the full gospel, the whole of the good report. Um, I know uh, uh, our dear elder and, and good friend, Brother Kenneth Copeland, uh, he said one time somebody took him to task and said, you're not preaching the whole counsel of God. He said, I don't know the whole counsel of God. <laughs> I'm preaching what I know. <laughs> and so you want to watch about, you know, it can be a prideful thing. We're full gospel. What does that imply? Y'all are just part. <laughs> nah. You have more to learn, too, about what the gospel is and the full message. But uh, it is true that many have only preached the part of the good news, that Jesus took our sins and was judged in our place, and he went to the place of torment and was delivered so that we don't have to go to the place of torment, and we, we're saved and can go to heaven instead of being judged and going to hell. That is a, a tremendous part uh, of the gospel. But it's not the whole thing. Jesus didn't just go uh, to the cross 
in spirit. He went spirit and soul and mind and body. Didn't he? Did he have to be physically scourged even to be crucified? No. Was that unnecessary? You know, I mean, before they took him to the cross, they, uh, you remember they jammed the, the crown of thorns down on his head and, and hit him with sticks and, and mocked him and said, prophesy to us and, and put that robe on him and, and, and they tied him to the uh, uh, scourging post and beat him until there were stripes and, and wounds and marks on his back. Well, that's something that happened apart from the cross. Did he have to do that in order to go to the cross? Or how many believe that nothing was by accident in these things? I mean, when they came to take Jesus, he said, who are you looking for? And they said, so he said, I am. They all fell and hit the ground, demonstrating uh, they didn't take him against his will. He let them take him. Come on, can you see this? Well, then you can see everything after that. They didn't, he's not just powerless in their hands. Don't you remember he said at one point, he said, don't you know, I could call on the Father and he would send legions of angels to deliver me right now. But then he said, but how would the scriptures be fulfilled? If he'd have done that, he'd have been delivered. We'd still be lost. How many are thankful he didn't open his mouth? Hallelujah. That's what Isaiah said. Uh, like a, a lamb before its shears. He, he didn't open his mouth. But thank God, uh, he went in totality. He went spirit, soul, mind, body. And what kind of redemption did he obtain for us? Spirit, soul, mind, body. And even, you remember, they, they gambled for his clothes. They took his clothes. They, they took his stuff. None of that's by accident. None of that's unnecessary. The scripture said, though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that you through his poverty might be rich. Jesus took our place. He became sin for us. He was made sick for us. He became poor for us. The chastisement of our peace was on him. He was judged in our place. What's the good news? Since he took the sin, I don't have to live in sin. Since he was judged, I don't have to be judged. He was made sick, I don't have to be sick. He was made poor, I don't have to be poor. Come on, can you see this or not? That's good news. Not just good news for the spirit and for eternity, that's good news for the mind, good news for the body, good news for the finances, good news. Oh, somebody say good news, good news, but you got to believe the report. You got to believe that part of the report too. Got to believe the whole good news. Somebody say, I believe all the good news, all the good news I know. I choose to believe it. I choose to receive it. And let the arm of the Lord be manifest in my life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Our time's up again. As we say sometimes, say it out loud, I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. There's a lot more to learn about this overcoming faith and the gospel. Come back with us tomorrow. We'll see you soon here in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390. 